Once you evolve your mindset to the times that we're in, then you'll understand that social media is your leading way to connect with your customers and it's free. And so if you can pour into that free investment and actually put your investment into a professional to own that for you, then you're gold. You are listening to Joe Pham, who helps business owners show up online through strategic branding, positioning, and content. Social media is no longer a luxury, but yet a necessity for your business if done effectively. In this episode, we break down the power of social media and social media managers, the strategy, the difference when it comes to an experienced one, and truly getting an ROI tips and why you should invest in a unicorn marketer when it comes to growing and scaling your business online. This episode is for those who want to learn how to use social media as an investment, especially when you have the right talent in place. So the question is, how do entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts scale to create a massive business all while having fun and impacting lives? Welcome to The Raquel Show. I'm your host, Raquel Quinette, business coach, real estate entrepreneur, investor, wife, and sports mom. This podcast will give you real quick tips, strategies, tools, and inspire you to help you play bigger in business and in life. Are you ready? Let's grow to the next level. Welcome to The Raquel Show. This show is for entrepreneurs who want to play bigger in business and in life. And today I have a very special guest who I met through a personal client who ended up joining our mastermind. And I've heard nothing but incredible things about her and slowly found out that she was the secret ninja behind several real estate influencer brands. I decided to give her a shot, an opportunity three days before our Play Bigger live event. And the quote that Richard Branson says is, if someone offers you an opportunity and you're not quite sure how to do it, say yes and learn how to do it later. (laughs) She said yes to an idea and far exceeded the role. And now she's a key player to our team. She's the founder of Certified Life of the Party and works with the social party. And her clients have been featured on Forbes, Good Morning America, Inc., Entrepreneur, and more. Welcome to the show, Joe Pham. Thank you, Raquel. What an intro. Look at me. (laughs) That is you. So tell the audience, a lot of us are like scaling our businesses, always looking for new ways. And I'm excited about this conversation today is who is Joe and how did you get started in what you're doing today? Yes. So my name's Joe, and I like to say I've always been in social media from the age that I was like, and it's funny because social media has only been around since 2010. So people are like, Joe, how could you have always been? I'm like, no, I swear when I was younger growing up, like I was the youngest child and I was the like artsy one. And I always had my portfolio briefcase of drawings and I was always, you know, up to something creative and art wise. And when I went to college, got a degree in business and, you know, went the corporate route that college sets you up for and ended up in a career in recruiting for about four to five years. And I don't know if you know that, but yeah, I did that for four to five years. And, 
you know, got to a point in which I feel like most creatives do where you know that you're a creative soul, but for some reason, like pursuing any career in a creative role feels risky or like, I think there's a stigma around like the starving artist. It's like, it just, you grow up with like, no, you need a business degree and doing anything creative is too much of a risk. And so I never pursued it. And it got to a point where I was a top recruiter in San Francisco. And I was like, surely there's more to life than spending 40 to 50 hours in the city doing this role that I just, I can't stand. And I'm like, you're, they're, you're paying me great money, but I'm like, my soul is just getting so deprived for what it actually wants to do. And long story short, I remember taking a walk one day, not knowing what to do, not knowing if I, you know, what route to take. I was already in so much private school, college tuition, you know, debt. And I was like, I can't afford to go back to school, but I don't want to do this. And it just felt like such a, you know, crossroads in my career. And that's when my pastor actually messaged me on a lunch walk and was like, Hey, I don't know who told me this, but I just get the sense that like, you want to do something creative crazy story, crazy invite, but I'm launching a book and I'm forming a small team of creatives to, you know, build the social media marketing around. Would you be interested? And in that moment, I was like, it reminded me of you, Raquel, when you gave me that opportunity, because I was like, I have no portfolio. I have no experience. I know I want to do it, but I was like, the fact that the desire and the need matched with the opportunity, I was like, my answer is yes. I don't know why you've asked me. My answer is yes. I hope I can prove it to you. But that was like the first invite that changed my whole world. And I got on staff full time for two years, like fast tracked everything, traveled around the world, producing docuseries, Instagram, all of that. And um, all of that two years, being on staff at Vive, being the digital director, really propelled me into being able to launch my business in 2020 during the pandemic, which is kind of where we're at now. So, yeah. so cool. Number one, I, I love your energy and I love how easy it is to work with you. Not only that, but the way that you connect with people and the way that you just say yes, and you take risk and you're just not afraid. And I think it's really cool because you launched your business. If you guys didn't hear what she just said, during the pandemic, the most scariest time and where people were pivoting, how to even survive, you decided to like launch this new business and it took off. Mm-hmm. What do you think have been some of the key factors of it like taking off so fast, even probably faster than you probably thought? <laughs> totally. No. What's funny is because as much as I knew growing up that I always wanted to pursue something creative with my life, I always knew that I was going to start a business at some point, sometime, didn't know when, but I would, I'd pocket that in my heart. And I was like, when God said go, I would know when. And there was this diagram. I think it was on Pinterest. I think we all spend time on Pinterest looking for inspiration. And I came across this one that I still have. And it was like three signs to know if you're ready to start your business. And it's when three of these circles all overlap. And it's when your skills meets your passion, meets your world need. And for me, it was like, I have, I know I have the skills for social media. I'm passionate about it, but I was waiting for an actual need to actually propel me into my business because I talk about it often with my team. And even on my podcast is like, you can do anything, but if there isn't a clear why or a clear need that you're meeting, like you'll start, but then that fire will just subside when it just feels like you're just completing tasks. And so when the pandemic happened and everything shut down, businesses, the way we operate everything, it was like the world shut down and everyone went online in order to stay connected with your loved ones, whether it was just literally to 
be connected with your loved ones, or if you are business, you had to show up and be online to connect with your clients and your customers. It was no longer an option. It was a necessity if you wanted any chance of keeping your business afloat. And I remember during that time, I had friends who had businesses, real estate professionals who needed a person. It was like, it illuminated the need for a strong social media presence so greatly during that time. But what it also illuminated was that from personal brands to small businesses, they didn't have a social media person. Like if you were a corporate company, if you were Nordstrom, you already had a marketing department to make that quick pivot to the online space. But if you were a small business owner, real estate professional, you probably did not have somebody. And so when that need was so resounding and I was getting knocks on my doors, it wasn't just a, okay, this is an opportunity for me to grow my business. It was like, no, no, I care so much about this person that I want their business to stay afloat. And if I have the skills and resources to do my part, then like, ah, I just felt like I was serving a real purpose and being able to serve my local neighbors in that way. And so I feel like that was just the catalyst of why it took off. It was like, I... Raquel, you were the one that coined it. You just read me so well in saying, I think you started a business. It got so successful. And now you're like, oh, shoot. And I'm like, it's kind of true because when I started, it's like, look, I didn't know what it meant to start a business. I just knew that I was passionate. I had the skills and there was a real need to serve. And so as I was so dialed in and serving the needs of my business owners, it was like, that word of mouth just caught on like wildfire. And it was like, oh, Joe, like, you know, she can do this. She does it well. And it was like, my name was being thrown around and I didn't even know. And it was like one by one, it just caught like wildfire. And um, yeah, that's just where we're at now. So now I'm just trying to keep up with it all. (laughs) Well, keeping up and like serving people at a high level is a good problem, I always say, to have. And to me, I think you're not just a social media manager you have a special gift and the talent that you have is extremely rare. I've worked with a lot of different creatives from all different industries and different aspects of even just the social media. If we were just even to talk about just social media, you have an extremely rare thing that I think is just not common when people promote themselves as I can take over your social media. I could be your So now I've realized that there is such a huge difference from you know, even in creatives, even photography, let's just say photography, there's your beginning level and there's your expert strategist level where, I mean, it's the same thing for running a business, right? You've got your beginners that like could be an executive admin or an admin, and then an executive strategic admin that ends up becoming an officer of your company because they're an integrator of like all of your vision and ideas. Mm -hmm. So when it comes down to social media manager, I know a lot of people are probably wondering like, What makes somebody so freaking talented, somebody like off the chart, like a 10 versus, and what should they watch out for if they were looking for their next hire in that world? I love that question so much. I love that question because it's a common conversation even for me and my mentors and coaches and peers this week is in the land that we're in, in the time that we're in with TikTok being so profound in the platform right now, it's like... The beauty of it is that it allows people to get on this platform for free and position their voice and their expertise in what they do. But the cautionary side to that is that I feel like anybody can be a guru of anything. And I've learned even within my team because we're recruiting and we're looking for other social media managers to kind of be able to be a part of the team and do the same. It's like there's a difference between leading in with a portfolio of a large following 
versus being able to actually be a social media manager and perform the tasks that it requires. The difference between the two is that, yes, it's amazing if you can grow your own personal following and like, awesome, like I can do the job because I hit a hundred thousand on Instagram and this on TikTok. But if I were to ask you how you did that, can you actually translate what the practical steps were? Because the, I say this with finesse, but like there is a sweet spot of, of people who entered into TikTok right when it opened. And there was a season where TikTok was like prioritizing everyone to get on the platform. So it was almost easier to experience quick growth on it and rapid growth. And, you know, there was learning on TikTok programs. There was a month or there was a quarter where they're pressing and really inviting users to get on the platform. And so for some people, it's like, cool, if you got in early, then amazing. You kind of hit that safe spot where accelerated growth was easy. But then now there's this even playing field where everyone is awakened to TikTok. Let's get on it. Here's some practical skills. But it's like, there's just a very distinct difference between having a big following and being able to actually be a social media manager. Because when we get into the portfolio of a social media manager, Oh, it's it's a lot of things. Um, it's a lot of things, which is like why it's such a big, it's an extensive portfolio, I think, more than people know, because you come on and you are essentially the strategist. You are <laughs> partnering with the marketing team. And oftentimes, if there's not a marketing team, you are the marketing team. You are the content creator, you're the photographer, the graphic designer, the video editor. And then that's just getting to the assets being finalized. And then once everything's finalized, you are planning the content, you are copywriting, you're preparing for this one month content plan, and then it's posting, and then it's tracking, and then it's engaging, and then it's the analytics. And so I like to say it's actually a sweet combination of marketing and a creative role. And I feel like that is such a quote unquote unicorn in our time, because I was sharing on my podcast. It's like the social media manager role is very new. Instagram launched in 2010, TikTok launched in 2016, but really took off in 2021. So over this decade, we've seen the platform start as a way Instagram started as a photo editing app, and then they wanted to compete with Facebook. Facebook bought them. Then it became a social photo app. And then over time, it's evolved to what it is now. But in that decade, we've slowly seen business owners adopt it to actually become a part of their marketing plan. What the pandemic did is that it was like, no, no, no. It's actually not a yes. It's actually not an option. <laughs> like social media is the way to still stay connected to your customers, especially during crazy times of the pandemic. And so now within these past two years, it's like, no longer an option. It's a necessity. So how do we scramble to get a social media manager on our team? Because it's a necessity. And like when I was going to college back in, I don't even know, 2010, like the social media manager degree, which does not even exist. It was business, it was marketing, or it was a design degree. There was rarely a degree for social media management that combined the, the two. It was the business side of marketing, or it was the creative side. And so now you have like uh, professionals who are entering the field and they may be a photographer, they may be a designer, but they'll figure it out. Or they may be a business owner, they may be a marketer and they'll you know figure out the creative side. But the perfect hire for a social media manager, it is it feels like a rare unicorn because it's combining the marketing side and the creative side together to be able to produce social media content. Oh my gosh, you said so much. And I want to unpack a few things in what you just said, because I think it's really awesome that you broke it down as far as, you know, it's one thing to have a following, but if you were to ask somebody to break it down, because anybody could be a guru. And I think that's the same. We have a lot of real estate professionals that, or entrepreneurs, or even online coaches that listen to this show. And it's absolutely true. Anybody could be a guru today. 
But if you ask them how they built their business or you ask them how they scaled their business or broke it down, it's really rare that somebody can actually break it down and formulate strategically what the next right move is for them, right? So that's one. I think that's really, really important. Number two, what I think I used to think social media was is no longer what I think social media is today, like a manager. Because back then we used to think that it's, oh, like you're just going to make cute graphics and you're going to write something nice and we're just going to have consistency. Well, a social media manager, the whole purpose, if you're using it for your business is to create conversations, to create sales because revenue drives sales in a business. So when we look at it, whether you're Coca-Cola or whatever, if they're hiring a social media manager, if you're a real estate professional, if you're hiring a social media manager and you're leveraging that off, it is like she said, a unicorn because it's not just like I am the CEO and I'm going to give you everything for you to create this cute graphic, these cute little words, but really don't understand the sales cycle of it all. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. So I love that you say that it is a necessity and I don't think it's going away. And I love how you broke down the evolution. So going back to when you said it was a necessity, how important do you see, like, is this a need for businesses today? And what are some of the trends that you see moving forward? Yeah. Simple answer. Yes, it is a need. Especially if you are a small business owner or if you are a real estate professional, it's like, there's so much client opportunity. Raquel, you said it from DM to CRM. I'm like, that is like, that should be a t-shirt. Because that's the goal of social media is that you are trademarking that. Yes. In our shop. Yes, yes, yes. Because that's the point of social media is you're getting online to talk to people. Social media should be social. (laughs) And you're getting on there to remind people what you do and to start conversations. And if people know what you do, then they'll be enticed to continue to connect with you, DM you, all those things. I'll give you uh, just even a practical example. We talked about she's a rock star agent in the Bay Area. And, you know, she's been on social media. She's been posting like, you know, she'll post casually and things like that. When she started working with us, she was like, okay, Joe, these are the goals for the year, A, B, and C. These are the practical goals, not vanity goals. Vanity goals are just wanting to reach a million followers. And typically when clients approach me, I'm like, okay, try again. How about you come back and tell me what your actual goals are? And we can partner with that because that's how we track real ROI. That's how we track if we're actually accomplishing what we want to do with social media marketing is if we know if we're accomplishing the practical goals that the business owner has tasked us with. And so with this client, you know, she let me know what her, her different goals were. And that allowed our team to come to the table, strategize, and know why we're showing up, what content we're creating, and how do we steer her voice to get there. And so practical example, if she's planning on at some point launching perhaps a coaching course, then, okay, how do we target her voice to be a thought leader in the space that expresses expertise? And so that was one of the core strategies that we had. And what's funny is that we went live with her account this week with a strong photo, a strong TikTok, and then a strong graphic today. And like her engagement just like went out the roof. And it's funny because it's the same client she has such a powerhouse. Yeah. Right. And you can see the difference. Like even me knowing her and I personally coach her too. Right. It was like, wow, like this is what she needed. Yeah. And it's, I was saying, it's like, it's the same person. She didn't change jobs. She's doing the same, but then what strong branding does and what strong, just a content plan does is that it reminds people of what you do, what you're all about. And it gives them a clear call to action on how to work with you. Cause then afterwards we're like seeing new agents, like 
you make me want to do real estate? How do I do what you do? And it's like, these are real conversations that are coming in. And she's like, I've been here all along. (laughs) And it feels like it's a, like a reawakening of who she is, you know? And so to answer a question, like strong personal branding can just remind people what you do and how to work with you and how to connect with you. But also too, just don't sleep on social media. I know that you know, Raquel, I know it, but I think the most challenging conversations that I've had is having to to educate somebody on why social media is important and allowing their mind to evolve to the times that we're in. Because it's very challenging to have a conversation with somebody whose mind is still in the Facebook days and yeah, they're still seeing a luxury. Yeah. And they're still seeing actually not a luxury. It's no. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. It can't be viewed as a cute thing or the thing you hire your little cousin to do. It's like, once you evolve your mindset to the times that we're in, then you'll understand that social media is your leading way to connect with your customers and it's free. And so if you can pour into that free investment and actually put your investment into a professional to own that for you, then you're gold. Amazing. So this is a question that I have is that you work with a lot of different brands, real estate professionals, small business owners, and you're like, I say the secret ninja. I had no idea you were behind all these accounts. I'm like, she does that one too. Awesome. So how are you able to work with all these brands individually and have something unique for them and position them in a unique way where they don't all look the same? Yeah. Great question. I get that often. And my response is no account will ever be able to look the same because no person is the same. Like I'm a woman of faith and I know that God has designed each person so distinctively that there's just no way that you Raquel can show up in the way that I do because we're two different people. The tactics of cool. I want to produce a TikTok video may be the same, but the way that it's expressed and the why and the, all of that will never look the same because we're all as human beings different and created so differently from each other. And so when we take on our clients and we have that initial kickoff call and the whole purpose of that is not just to get to know each other, but for me and my team, we're actually understanding who you are, how you're wired, what your story is so that we can get a strong sense of who you are so that when we create content, it expresses and tells the story of who you are. A friend of mine calls me like the chameleon show because I just love um, really understanding people and asking the right questions so that I can really embody who you are. So that the greatest compliment to me is if a post goes up and you forgot if you wrote that or if I wrote that. Like that's when I know that I've achieved my goal. And I have a client, Kevin Cruz, we can shout him out. I know he's one of yours as well. And I think like that's like, I would say, and I would let him respond, but I would say, Cause he had said it to me that that was a defining moment where he was like, I need to go all in with Joe was when she was like, Holy crap. What does she think like me? Like she's literally a millennial female and you know, all, we're just completely different, but somehow I've been able to encapsulate, you know, who he is, the essence of Kevin, how he speaks, his mannerism, all of that. So that when we extract his story, as I spend time with him and I understand, you know, how he thinks, why he thinks, then when we show up, it's like, our goal is to literally be you and to 
have you <laughs> confused if that was us or you who posted? So that's what I love with. that. I love that. So my coach always says that fame is the most efficient business model. And when you have a massive brand, you have authority. And you, you even said that, like, sometimes you've gotten so dialed in on who they are as an individual that you end up talking like them. You are their brand voice. You end up sounding like them, thinking like them. More so that sometimes you're even two steps ahead of them, right? So what are some of the tips people can do today to grow their brand on social media that you would give? One, have strong branding photos. Let's say hire a branding photographer, invest in it. And I would say invest in a, in a good one because your photos really, it's not just for social media, but you'll use that on any of your digital assets, your websites, your, your flyer collaterals, any of that. So investing in a strong branding photographer, um, also not negating having a branding guideline. I'm really excited for the podcast interview that you recently did. Cause I'm like, Oh, that's who we've been inspired by. So I'm excited to hear that episode, but having a strong brand honestly is the starting gun for everything. Because even before we post any content, like we go on a journey of really crafting a branding guideline for our clients. So that's fonts, that's colors, that's like mood, vibe, aesthetics, because once we've dialed that in, then when we post, it goes through the filter of that so that your branding is consistent through your photos, your graphics, through your video, all of that. So hire a designer to create a branding guideline. If you need you know, a quick resource, go on Fiverr, Upwork, there's so many options. And then right now, as everyone is saying, videos is king or queen. And there's so many ways that you can go about that. Whether you partner with a professional videographer and you're batch recording, you know, eight videos in a session, and that gives you two videos per week or whatever that looks like. Or if you simply just have a phone and you just want to record on your phone and you do some quick editings, or if you want to record on your phone and you find a post editor and you send it to them, whatever that looks like, there's so many ways to show up. But the reason why videos is taking off in a simple form, and this is not me trying to be a guru, but why it's just true in fact, the reason why videos are so key right now is that like our world is slowly leaving. Instagram is still a priority. So I want to use my words very, very distinctively, but Instagram is still a priority. Instagram is your modern day business card. You meet somebody, what's your Instagram, what's your LinkedIn? So it's still needed. But what we're experiencing right now is the same thing that we experienced when we slowly moved away from Facebook to Instagram. And there was just a different culture to it. And the way that you operate and the way that you engage and the way that you become social. So right now we're still in the land of Instagram and we're all understanding TikTok. But the reason why TikTok is becoming so just popular is because it's so real and it's so raw and it's not this perfect feed. And you actually get to connect with somebody real time. And people are just craving this like real connection. They're just craving this. Who are you? Just show me who you are. Don't mask it. Don't filter it. And so that's why videos are so key is because you can't hide that much with a video. Like, sure, you can do some snappy, you know, quick edits, but you actually can't change what you look like or whatever that, all of that. It's like the way you show up is who you are and people are getting a clearer depiction of who you are, further leading to greater connection and decision if they want to work with you. And so that's what videos do. It just great, creates that greater sense of connection. So those three things, branding photography, strong branding guidelines, and uh, just show up on video. I love it. So now on the flip side, what are some of the mistakes that you see entrepreneurs make when it comes to social media or, or their branding on social media? The biggest one that I can see, and I say this from my vantage point of being an agency owner and having lots of 
interested clients. The biggest mistake that I'm seeing is wanting to find shortcuts around pursuing social media. And what I mean by that is what you pay for is what you get. And I'll say this on record so that if business owners are listening, they can feel educated for the industry so that you don't make this mistake when you're having a intro call or a you know shopping call or whatever you want to call it. You just have to be ready to invest in your social media. It's either yes or no. And the moment you try to find a shortcut, meaning how do I just find like a college and... I need to stop using the college terms. College kids, they are talented. I have, My first intern was a college kid. But what I'm trying to say is, how do I just find the sh- quickest shortcut or the cheapest shortcut to achieve what I want to achieve? And then what ends up happening is that you've spent so much time trying to find all these shortcuts and you're not actually achieving what you hope to achieve when it comes to your branding, when it comes to your content, and when it comes to just the, leveraging it for your business goals. I've experienced working with clients who... I don't know. It kind of feels like a a la carte where they're like, okay, I'm going to shop around all these ways. And they forget that all the creatives are connected. Like we really just all know each other. We really do. And we know when clients are, when they get it, they get it. And when they're trying to find a shortcut or a cheap way of doing it, it's like, just let us make it so easy for you. Like just once you, once you understand the value of why you should invest in social media, then that decision for you will be so easy and it'll be so seamless. I don't know. I'm being really candid. I think that's more of a business mistake than maybe a social media mistake. But (laughs) yeah, no, I agree with you. It's like you pay for what you get. And I truly believe that if you are going to cheap out on something that I think is a necessity in today's world when it comes to your business and it comes to an ROI. But I think a lot of times too, we're not educated enough to know what our ROI is. It's not the followers. It's not the likes. It's not the comments. It's really, how does it really truly grow my business? For example, like we're looking at a copywriter right now because, you know, sometimes like you outgrow people, it's no longer just about the words or you doing the task. It's strategic now Mm -hmm. for the place of where we're at in our business. And to say that, Hey, your copy produced X amount of results. That's what we want to see right? Your social media, the way you positioned us as a brand produced us more clients Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So if you were going to go for your, you know, lower end, there's a difference between Walmart and Nordstrom's Mm -hmm. and Bloomingdale's, right? There's just a difference. It's the experience and it's the service that you really want at the end. Yeah. And I think that's the mistake we're seeing is like, because some people want the service at a Walmart and we love Walmart, but They want that kind of service expectation. And then when it doesn't meet their business expectations, then they're like, I don't care about social media. It doesn't work. And then you roll out social media in itself. When in actual reality, it's like the moment you can realize that this is a key hire for your business, a social media marketer. You can even take off social media and say, this is a key marketing hire. Sure. A hundred percent. And it flips the script of like, okay, we got to prioritize this person because You can have a killer business, you can have a killer product, but we know that without marketing, no one will know about it. No one will care about it. No one's going to buy. And so the moment you actually understand that this is a marketing investment, then you'll be able to really allocate the right budget to be able to invest in that. And I think that's the challenging part right now in my role is like, look, I stopped. I'm like, I'm going to stop educating people. I'm like, if you get it, you get it. If you want to work with us, awesome. But like, there's just a key difference in when you get it, then you're ready to invest. But when you still see it as the cute social media role that you hire 
a teenager to execute on, then it's like, you get what you get. You're going to be disappointed. And then you're going to rule out social media in itself. So, oh my God, you couldn't have said it any better. Where can people connect with you? I love it. If you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram. It's Joe fam. Also the socialparty.org is where you can find us for everything social media related or service to stay connected. Our podcast, everything. I love it. Yes. Please shout her out on social media. We'll also put it in the show notes. She also has a podcast that she recently launched and you definitely want to listen into that. And as we wrap up, there's always one question that I ask every guest. And what does Joe do to play bigger in business and in life? I work with Raquel is what I do. (laughs) I'm not kidding. No, can I just say just last shout out, like Raquel, you like came into my life just so unexpectedly, but so timely it's, and you didn't come in silently. You didn't come in timidly. You like opened up my doors and said, get out of your comfort zone and come with me. And I just feel like that has been the ride that I've been on. Like you always say live events change lives and not Arizona then like, I will say like my business will be marked by pre-Arizona and after Arizona. And that was because of what you said. I was like, I'm just going to say yes. I'm just going to show up. I'm just going to do my best. And like my biggest revelation of all that is like with events, it's like, yes, you could stay at home and be in your comfort level and just choose the virtual option. But it's like what you're robbing yourself of is the opportunity for people to see you. And that's what I've learned is like for me to have been in the room, I was doing what I'm normally doing at home, all of that. But the fact that I did it in a visible space, it opened up the doors for people to see me. And that has been something that you've worked with me on is like, Let's stop being afraid of people seeing us because once people see you, uh, then they'll get the magic that's within you and they'll want to partner with that. And I'm just like, yeah, Raquel, you've like, you have just changed my world in this short time. I'm just so honored and so humbled to be in your world. And I'm just thankful that you did knock my doors down and pulled me out of my little corner. And I'm just um, excited to be here. And I just think the world of you. I could like, seriously, like I'm holding back tears for like anyone that's just listening. Cause like that just warms my heart to just know that I'm super connected with amazing, incredible people. It wasn't always like this in my life. And just to know that they've got talent and they get to be part of our world today by a conversation. Cause you just never know who you're going to impact by a simple conversation. And this girl has forever changed my life when it comes to social media, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to copywriting, when it comes to everything. And I always say things in life can be transactional, but it's even better when it's relationship based. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Joe. I appreciate you. I am so grateful just as much as you're grateful. I am beyond grateful to have you in my world today. And I cannot wait to keep playing bigger with you. Thank you, Raquel. Thank you for listening to this episode and hanging out with me today. If you're loving The Raquel Show and you've gotten value from it for your business or your life, please don't forget to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. I'd love to connect with you further, so text me at www.textraquel.com and send me a message. You'll be added to our VIP list for updates and special events we're hosting for our community. I look forward to hanging out with you on the next episode.